With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, folks. Long time no talk, but we are back here with another Experts on Demand, a podcast from iHeartMedia Wheeling. I'm Corey Klug, and we are once again joined here by Kelly Loudon of Rumor Loudon. We're going to be talking about how to get the most out of your air conditioning unit these days, because it's it hasn't been necessarily a brutal summer, but we had that stretch in June where it got really hot, and we're coming up on the dog days of summer in August, and it's definitely going to be some good information that you'll want to keep handy. So we will get into that in a matter of moments, but just a reminder here, you can always catch up on past episodes that we've done of Experts on Demand one of two ways. You can go to newsradio1170.com, and you can choose Experts on Demand when you go to the podcast on the drop-down menu, or you can always tune in on the free iHeartRadio app, Spreaker, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Kelly, thanks for coming back over here. We appreciate it. Well, thank you, Corey. I'd like to share some information so people could save some money. Um, You know, we're here if people can't take care of something themselves or it's, you know, complicated. But we can help people save money not only on utilities, but also on um, preventing air conditioning repairs and lengthening the life of their unit. We sure understand, you know, the need to do that. So Absolutely. With the... the financial situation of today with inflation and gas prices and everything in between wherever you can save money you got to do it right because prices aren't going down i mean we've had six price increases in the um past 18 months from our suppliers Mm. and it's been um it's it's just a horrible thing so if you can lengthen the life of that air conditioner then you know we want to help you do that absolutely so so before we get into all that, it seems like these last couple of episodes, we've had you on after some major <laughs> weather event, because we had you on earlier in the year after the big ice storm that blew through, and we have you on now after the big double derecho <laughs> that hit in mid-June. So just want, just want to get into something here real quick, because there were a lot of people that were without power across mm-hmm. the valley and once mm-hmm. they did get power of course there were problems and, yeah. and of course there was like a, a stretch of of a heat wave where people were just miserable and they were trying to find ways to stay cool so if we're ever faced with a situation like that ever again where the power is out for a lengthy period of time and you're trying to get your house cool what are some of the things that people need to look out for that way they can efficiently cool their home but at the same time not not run their ac to death well, um, unrelated to air conditioner in a way is you can get a whole house surge protector. So it protects your whole house, all your outlets, all your electric from for the whole house. So you don't have to do it at each outlet or where you have things plugged in. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one thing to consider. Another is when your air conditioner just does come back on, um, and hopefully it will, then <clears throat> you just got to give it time to cool down. So especially if it's above 90, you're gonna it's going to take a long time for the air conditioner to cool your home because it's pulling out humidity as well. And it's pulling it out of your curtains, your couch, your carpets, um, things like that. So you just you need to give it time. 
um, don't expect it to happen within a couple hours. Absolutely. And, and I can only imagine how busy you guys must have been trying to address you know, trying to address everything mm-hmm. that happened. And I, I, I can I can imagine because it, it seemed like one way or another, some business around here was affected in some way, shape or form. So trying to get you're trying to keep you guys, you guys fully functional and operational while at the same time trying to address all the needs of your customers. I can only imagine how brutal that must have been. Well, and we did lose some power. You know, and um, so and and our phones rely on that. And we just try and keep people updated, usually with a post on Facebook. If they can't get us answered door, if we can't answer um, between eight and four thirty, it's usually because there's a power outage. Um, And, you know, you want to check your breakers for your outdoor unit because often they'll trip and that's what they're supposed to do. You know, there's that safety in there to trip it. So it saves your electrical component that's that's there. So um, that that. circuit breaker takes care of so you definitely want to check those you know flip them to the off position and back on and often that'll just you know take care of the problem so fingers crossed we don't have to deal with something like that again <laughs> at, at, at any point for the rest of the summer because that that was definitely a doozy around mm-hmm. here in the valley so yes it was all right so again kelly loudon here joining us here from rumor from rumor loudon for another edition of experts on demand and now we get into trying to get the most out of your ac this time of year because like i mentioned earlier we're coming up on the dog days of summer and you know the ac is going to be put to work especially at that time of year so Kelly, it, it, it definitely depends on the type of AC that 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 you have as as well. Trying to keep everything cool, so so does it does it fluctuate with the with the type of AC that you have? Well, I guess if you have what's called a mini split unit, um, it it might be a little different than say a whole house air conditioner. Um, <clears throat> and I don't address windy units because I'll tell you those have become pretty much disposable. You know, we don't work on them. They usually would take so much to repair them that, you know, that doesn't make it worth it. So um, we just don't really deal with window air conditioners much. But for your whole house air conditioner to um, help preserve it and lengthen its life, I harp on this all the time, but we still have people that we go to their house and they haven't changed their air filters. Mm. Or you call and you say, you know, they call and I say, well, have you checked your air filters? And they go... I have air filters. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you do. And um, it's very important to keep those clean. There's different types. There's washable. You know, they're like a, a thick wire mesh, almost like you would have on exhaust for a, um, a, a hood, range hood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those you, you take out and you clean. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you have the one inch or two inch uh, fiberglass type filter and you need to keep those changed probably once a month. Mm. Um, and then <clears throat> there's the thicker pleated filters um, that are four or five inch. And those are typically changed. It depends on the household. So they're usually changed every six months or to a year, depending if you have fur babies, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to need to check and change them more often. If you have uh, you've done construction, like replace your carpet, done any drywall work, you know, all that um, dust and fibers. And so it gets sucked right, sucked right into your return air and the filters catching that. So, you know, you need to pay attention if if you end up, you know, doing something like that. And, and then that gets sucked right in and the filters catch it and they're clogged. So um, but other than that, those um, filters, those pleated filters are usually good for a year. So but it, regardless, you need to keep up with it. And um because what happens is then your unit can't breathe, all right? So you're drawing air in through your return air, and you're expelling it through the uh, supply register as well. 
you can't breathe. It, it's like choking it off. And yep. that puts stress on components like capacitors and contactors and your compressor and things like that. So, you know, it, it, there's, it's, it seems like a tiny thing, but it can cause big problems if Absolutely. you don't take care of it. Absolutely. Um, now, and now <laughs> to, to a point you brought up earlier with, with pets and everything, it's, mm-hmm. it, it still wouldn't be a bad idea to, to, to change your air filter, check your air filter, even if you have, if you, even if you have may, maybe a dog who's hypoallergenic, correct? Right, right. You, you just want to keep your air clean. Now, <laughs> here's another aspect, too, is your air ducts, um, you know, collect a, can collect a lot of things um, in them, the, the fur and the fibers, especially if you have like the one inch fiberglass filters. Mm-hmm. Because those are really were invented and meant to catch any large things going into your blower. Mm-hmm. And you think, what kind of large things? Well, a bag. You know, <laughs> we end up with bags. We end up with toys. We end up, you know, we find all kinds of stuff. And um, it then if it would hit the blower, it could take the blower out. So that's what that was designed to. They, they're only about 7% efficient. So that means 93% goes right through the filter and into the ductwork. Yeah, and it can accumulate there. So, you know, um, sometimes you can have those inspected, or if you're pretty handy, you can find an end cap on your air duct and pull that off and have a look in there and see what your ductwork looks like. But you might want to consider that, too, if you have people that are very, not people, but also pets that are hypoallergenic, that are really sensitive. Now, now sometimes when it comes to air filters, it may just need more than just replacing. Maybe an upgrade right. is, is, is in order as well. So, so what are some of the things that people need to look out for if that's the case? Well, <clears throat> it depends on how your ductwork is designed. And that's why I don't recommend an upgrade until you have someone look at your air ducts. Because what can happen is those um, thicker filters that... Uh, you can also get at the store and just pull out and put in. So they might be one or two inch, but they're um, more of a heavier media type. They can restrict your air ducts and they can cause your air conditioner to freeze up. Mm. And and sometimes it's restricting airflow enough to cause problems. So, you know, you really need to have someone look at your air duct size. Is it sized properly? Do you have enough return air as well as supply air? And... You know, you really need to have that analyzed before you start doing that, because there's many times that we've gone out and we have found people that have just put in those more efficient filters that slide right in and, and it's causing restriction. So, you know, it, it's it, it's a good thing to do if your air duct system can handle it. Absolutely. Again, Kelly Loudon of Rumor Loudon joining us here on Experts on Demand, a podcast from iHeartMedia we- Wheeling. Going over some of the things to help you get the most out of your AC, especially as we get into the second half of summer and those dog days of summer coming up over in August. So we've kind of gone over the aspects of air filters and what you need to do to address them if you need to change them or if you need to upgrade them or and, and also and also a little bit on air ducts as well. But what are, what are some of the other things that people need to look out for if they want to get the most out of their AC in the second half of summer? Well, <clears throat> getting back to the filters just for a second, um, they your unit can freeze up if your air, uh, air filters are clogged. And another thing that causes that if you're low on ref- refrigerant. Now, you know, the average homeowner isn't licensed to handle refrigerant, so they can't take care of that. But what mm-hmm. happens is your coil starts to freeze up above your or below your furnace depending on if you have an upflow or a downflow. Then it starts, the frost starts to work out on the um, refrigerant lines. 
and then it makes it out to the outdoor unit. So if your outdoor unit is frozen up in a block of ice, then that means you've got prob you know, you've had problems for a good long time mm-hmm. and it has frozen up actually inside first and worked out. And the air conditioner needs turned off for a technician to work on it. So, you know, you know, they can't come and do anything about a block of ice. They it has to thaw. So, you know, if you're seeing that, then you're better off just to shut it off. Um, because if it's low in refrigerant, then your compressor can fail. So um, ice does not mean a good thing in this instance. <laughs> we want to be ice cold right. during the summer, but right. it's definitely not a good case. Right. Now. So another thing you can do is you want to keep the drains clean. You know, your um, air conditioner is removing humidity and it's creating water. And it's usually um, you have a drain off your indoor coil. So that nice dark place is a nice place for mold to grow and it it can can clog it well then what happens is then the water backs up and it runs down through your furnace which can then take out furnace components control boards things like that that's not a good thing so um you know a lot of people again if they're handy can just clean that drain out you know and and just flush it with clorox or high pressure water or air Mm -hmm. and that'll that'll get rid of that mold um now uh, moving on to the outdoor unit you don't want to mow grass clippings towards your outdoor unit because it's trying to expel heat. So it, it's taking the heat from the house and putting it outside and it's trying to expel that heat. And so grass clippings keeps it from being able to do that. You don't want to let weeds or trees or whatever bushes go, grow exactly. around your that, outdoor that, unit. That's what I struggle with more than anything else because the, the outdoor unit at my place, there, there's no grass around it, but there's always weeds mm-hmm. that, that grow around it. So mm-hmm. that's, that's always a struggle when I'm trying to weed whack around it and it, I'm like trying to avoid the air conditioner. Yeah, and I'm trying to avoid idea. it as best yeah. I can. Yeah, we end up with several calls every summer where people have hit it with the weed eater and yeah. taken out wires or nick their refrigerant line, which is not good because really? then that's leaked out and you have to replace it. Um, but <clears throat> another thing, if you're you live close to a road and you get a lot of dust kicked up. Then that dust, you know, sticks to that outdoor unit. And then you can even get like mossy stuff grow on it. And and that's a bad thing. Again, anything that blocks that is um, not good. So what we do is we use a coil cleaner and, and a guard, usually a garden sprayer. And we'll let that soak and we'll put, um, you know, then we'll use a hose to, to hose it out. But again, if you're handy, you could use maybe some 409, you know, and spray that and let it soak a little bit and then mm-hmm. hose it off. So um, you just want to make sure and keep that, that it can get rid of that heat. Uh, and, also, and also the foundation for for the outdoor unit. You, you, it's not necessarily linked to how you're going to stay cool, but you definitely want to check that as well. Make sure that nothing's damaged on, on it or anything like that, because then that could also lead to problems to the actual unit. Well, they um, what happens the most is ground settles. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing a new house, we usually put it on a bracket that's connected to the house. Yeah. But if um, sometimes ground will sink and that pad will tip, all right? So that pad will tip and it'll make the unit lean. And then if it's not level, it's having a hard time circulating that refrigerant. Yeah. So that's something else to keep an eye on too, sure. Um, and then, <clears throat> again, check your breakers if, if your outdoor unit doesn't run. Another thing we've run into is people building decks mm-hmm. over their outdoor unit. And it closes off, and again, it can't expel the heat. And it's usually dirty and dusty under decks, and um, you think that would protect it, but it, it doesn't. Um, it causes problems because you need to keep a four-foot clearance on all three sides and the top. 
in the back, you know, can be for against the house. That's where refrigerant lines come out and everything. Mm -hmm. But your three, your two sides, your front, and then your top, you need to have four foot clearance. So (laughs) that that means that your unit will need moved. And that can be quite expensive because you think, oh, I just got to move that unit. Well, no, you got to move the electrical. You got to move the refrigerant. You know, you got to lengthen or shorten the refrigerant lines and Mm -hmm. change that. Um, And wherever that new location is, you might need a new pad or, you know, a new bracket. So, you know, just be careful. And the thing is, to me, decking contractors should know better, but they don't always. (laughs) <laughs> or people are DIY, you know, DIY, and they want to do it themselves, and they just don't even think about it. So, yeah, make sure you don't build a deck over your outdoor unit. Yeah, that, that was something that I didn't necessarily th- think about because because I, I can imagine that the way people are thinking here, you protect it from snow during the winter and ice and everything like that, which which in a way you are, but you but you bring that up that. It, it can get dust it can get dusty a little bit underneath decks and that's just something that I've never really thought about well and even if you can access the unit and you say well I don't want to move it uh, you know I'm gonna stick with where it is yeah um, you're shortening the life of it as well it's gonna be more expensive for a tech to work on it when they have to get in kind of spaces like that mm-hmm. I mean that's just the nature of doing the work if it's more difficult access it's going to be more expensive so um, <clears throat> now let's talk about how you can help your air conditioner cool the best. Okay. So uh, inside the house, you want to make sure that all your registers are open and that they're not covered with rugs or furniture, couches, dressers, whatever. You want to make sure that they can expel their air, the ductwork and get the air out of the registers as well. Um, and then where you, you know, the sun travels from east to west. So you want to make sure that the windows that face that way, you shut your curtains to help, you know, reduce the heat gain from from um, the sun and then <clears throat> don't turn your system off because it's cool in the morning and then you come home in the afternoon and it's really hot and you turn it on and you expect it to cool quickly it, yeah. it's not going to do that so you're better off just to bump up the thermostat a little bit mm-hmm. if you normally keep it at 72 maybe turn it up to 75 it's like like that or 71 turn it up to 75 or 76 you're better off to do it that way, um, and, and you're really not saving electricity by shutting it off, exactly. because it's going to have to work twice as hard to get it cooled back down. And this is just making me think of some points, <clears throat> excuse me, that we brought up in past episodes. If you have a smart thermostat, make sure you stay on top of that and what the settings are, because because you could be tripping off something that you don't want tripped off during the summer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I have grandchildren, and my grandchildren love to leave the doors open. I don't know why. I think they're in too much of a hurry to get outside and play. (laughs) That's that's another thing that that I was looking to bring up right here, because there might be some times where maybe opening the windows a little bit can help. It can help, especially if it's nice and cool and there's a breeze that blows in. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, not only are you letting the cold air out, but at the same time, you could be letting allergens in. Mm -hmm. And not only allergens, but humidity. You know, yeah. it's just um, it, and it, it, everybody's personal preference. You know, we have people like, I just want to keep the humidity out. So I keep my thermostat seven, 78. Well, I could tell you in our house that would not work. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 would not, no, no. it would not work in my house either, especially 
because my wife's pretty much close to close to the due date for her first child. Oh, so congratulations. It, it, thank you, but yeah, that, that's not going to work <laughs> no, at no. all. Well, yes, our, our most adamant customers are the women who are pregnant in the yeah. summer. Yes, very much. I need relief. I need relief, and we understand. Exactly. We understand, but... Um, so just make sure that the grand, you know, the the doors aren't left open for some reason, and that'll, um, you know, that'll help too. So those are some ways where you can um, help your air conditioner do its best. You see, so when you size an air conditioner, it's usually there's a design temperature for places all over the country, and in our area, I checked it just before we got here. It's 90 degrees for Belmont County. Okay, so and that's according to Manual J, which is uh, industry um, for residential sizing is a manual that we use. And it's all computerized now. But so it air conditioners are designed to cool 20 degrees below design temperature. So if your design temperature is 90, which is what it is here, then it's designed to cool down to 70. So when you get up to like 95, 97 degrees or even we've hit 100 before, then it, it your air conditioner might be doing all it can. Mm-hmm. So it's only going might not cool it might only cool to 80 or 78 or 75. Do you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. because it's doing all it can, that's what it was designed to do and we're just having very extreme weather. Exactly. Um <clears throat> now, if it gets back down and it's running all the time and not keeping up, so say it's 80 and it's not cooling past 78, well, then you're going to need some service after you've checked all those things if you can. Now, if you can't, you know, we have a lot of elderly who can't go up and down the steps or can't get to the basement. Um, And so we can do what's called a clean and check or general service. Any air conditioning firm can do this. And I just encourage you to have that done um, at least once a year, if not twice. Um, And then they can, any air conditioning or heating company can do that. And I just really encourage people to do that maintenance just like you do on your car and and just staying top on top of maintenance in general is just is just something that you need to do because the you know, just to coin one of your phrases one of your phrases here an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so exactly. so, so it, it's it's got to go a long way so you guys stay on top of things well i think Corey, you quote me the most of anybody in my entire life <laughs> but, but it, it's, it's just so true it it's just true. so true with with something like this it is it is and um we have maintenance agreements that you can sign up for um we have a variety of them that you can check out online at rumorloudon.com and so we can come once a year twice a year we even have a platinum where We'll clean your dryer vents because that's, you know, a fire hazard. We can um, we clean the bathroom vents up to two. We uh, check um, thermostat batteries. We check uh, fire alarm batteries. Mm -hmm. We check our smoke detector batteries. So you can go as little or as much as you want, but at least you're paying attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, you can find some of that information over at rumorloudon.com or what are some of the other ways that people can get in touch with you, Kelly? Well, um, you could call either office, Barnesville or St. Clairsville, um, 740-425-3134 for Barnesville and 740-695-2487 for St. Clairsville on our website. You can email us at info at rumorloudon.com. So, you know, there's several ways to do that. Absolutely. Well, Kelly Loudon, I appreciate you uh, coming back on here and sharing this information with us because it's definitely going to be needed these next couple of weeks. So uh, thanks for coming back in. Thank you, Corey. So again, that was Kelly Loudon of Rumor Loudon giving you some great A tips right there to help you get the most out of your AC during this second half 
of the summer season. So this puts an end to this edition of Experts on Demand. On Demand Again, I thank you so much for tuning in here. And as always, if you want to catch up on past episodes, don't forget you can go to newsradio1170.com and look for Experts on Demand under podcasts on the drop-down menu. Or you can go to the free iHeartRadio app by searching Experts on Demand Wheeling. We're also on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I'm Corey Kluke saying thank you for tuning in and learning from an expert on demand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.